whole week. And I think we've exhausted most of the verses in Psalm 145. I really want us to just this morning look into the reason for praises. I'm going to try to be brief, but I, I really believe that we need to understand the revelation of praises. And I know that after this exhortation, your understanding of praise will never be the same. And for those of you who would take this revelation and put it into use, you will see so many breakthroughs in your life, not only as a result of your prayer, but most importantly, as a result of your praise. Hallelujah. Psalm 145 verse 3 says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. His greatness is unsearchable. Shall we project Psalm 22 verse 3 real quick? Psalm 22 verse number 3. Let's read it together. Psalm 22 verse number 3. Go. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. God inhabits the praise of his people. Just think about that for a little bit. God inhabits the praise of his people. When you and I praise God, Bible says that he takes seat within the praise. Oh, I didn't hear hallelujah. He takes seat, his seat. He inhabits the praise of his people. Don't just sing praise and just think that you are doing anything simple. What you are doing is deep because when you utter those words of praises, God descends, according to Zephaniah 3, God descends and gambles for joy with us. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You see, when you sing any other song, he doesn't do that, but the moment certain words are evoked, Bible says that he releases his power and dwells amongst his people and dance with his people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to be encouraged that today for the rest of the service, every praise song that you have sung, he has come to visit, he has inhabited in the praises, he has taken his seat, and the ones that you're going to sing in the next 30 minutes or one hour, he is going to gamble joy with you. Hallelujah. God inhabits the praise of his people. When you read Hosea 14, I believe it's verses 1 and 2, Bible talks about Israel coming back to God. And then the prophet said that when you have come back to God, offer the calves of your mouth. Say something of praise to God. 
And when you do that, it is offering calves, releasing calves of your mouth. When you release the calves of your mouth, when you are praising God, when you are singing songs of praise, no matter what, no matter how the music goes, once certain lyrics are evoked, Bible says that they are like calves that you release even unto God. Now, what is calves? For those of you here who remember calves, C-A-L-V-E-S, they are little cows. Okay, so in the realms of a spirit, the way the prophet is describing our praises is that you release little cows into the realms of a spirit and the lion of the tribe of Judah, when he sees those cows, that is a depiction the, the prophet is making that when you release those cows, the lion of the tribe of Judah cannot sit still. He roars on your behalf. I want us to look into scripture to understand how this happens and why this is because I believe that once we have the firm grasp of the meaning of the power of praise, our praises will never be the same. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, I said hallelujah. You see, it doesn't matter how good your voice is. That is why the Bible says that make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I like music. I like harmony. I like good voice. I like extremely uh, 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 good music. When you sing it in praise, to God, because I believe that God wants us to play skillfully. Bible says that when David played skillfully, that evil spirit that tormented Saul departed from him. I believe in skill. Hallelujah. I believe in excellence. Amen. But you see, God knows that not all of us can sing that skillfully. So he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. When the skillful ones are playing and the, those whose voices are, are succulent and beautiful can harmonize, which is excellent in the house of God, when they are singing, all of us cannot sing that skillfully. But Bible says that just make a joyful noise alongside in the Lord and the calves that you release, the lion of a tribe of Judah will roar on your behalf. Amen. Oh, I said amen. God inhabits the praise of his people. To understand this, I want us to look at Genesis chapter 48 real quick. Genesis chapter 48. Just stick with me. I'll be done very soon. Genesis chapter 49, I mean. And I want us to read from verse 8. Genesis 49 from verse 8. Let's go together. Go. Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. That means Judah means praise. Hallelujah. Now let's go. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. I just wanted to pause a little bit. Say it again. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow before you. Verse, let's go to the next verse. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, no, you're not reading with me. Let's go. Verse 9. Go. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion 
who shall rouse him. When Jacob was blessing his sons, I just want us to really get this and I'll be done. When Jacob was blessing his sons, when he got to Judah, he said, Judah, your name Judah is praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thou at whom thy brethren shall praise. Thine hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Your name is Judah means praise. And your hand shall be at the neck of your enemies. Praise the Lord. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. Your name Judah means praise. And anytime you stand and lift that voice to praise your God, it is like you've put your hand to the neck of your enemy. This morning, see, I don't know what enemy you're contending with, but I want to remind you by scripture that when you praise God in the realms of the spirit, you are placing your hand to the neck of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jacob didn't rest there. He said, Judah, you are the lion's whelp. You are the lion's cub. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. Scepter is a symbol of royalty. And he said that not the lawgiver, the lawgiver is legislative authority. When you read down that scripture, and he said, until Shiloh comes, he that the scepter belongs to, which is Jesus Christ. He said that, Jacob, Judah, you are praised. And for as long as you lift up your voice, the enemies are in trouble. They are in turmoil because there is some power that will follow your praise. And that would continue until Jesus comes until Shiloh comes. The Bible says that for the gathering is unto this Shiloh, this one who belongs, who is responsible for the power of praise, which is Jesus. He is the one who is behind all this power that comes with the praise. That is why in the book of Revelations, Bible says that Jesus Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah. So when Jacob said that you are the lion's cup, Jacob is saying, Judah, you are my son, but you are a type of Christ who is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So that is why when we praise, when we praise God, when we worship God, we worship God because of who he is. That is for God. But when we praise God, we praise God for what he has done for us. And in addition to that, there is victory that is attached to that spiritual act. 
This morning, don't just sing and don't just dance. Think and imagine and know that the lion of the tribe of Judah is roaring on your behalf. Hallelujah. You know what? Jehoshaphat understood this revelation. So when he was going to war, the prophet told him that Jehoshaphat, in this, with this battle, I don't want you to think about conventional weapons. Use the weapon of praise. Let the, the Levites go ahead. Let them sing this song. Let them exalt the name of the Lord when you read 2 Chronicles 20. Let them exalt the name of the Lord because this battle is the Lord's battle. There are certain battles in our lives that I believe that sometimes we pray one, two, three minutes and it's good. God has heard it. That we need to invoke praises and the Lord will take over that battle. Hallelujah. So Jehoshaphat and the and the, and, and, the, and the choristers, they stand ahead of the army, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and then, the, and, the, and then they sang praises unto the Lord. And as they sang, imagine the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is Jesus, inhabits that praise and takes over, roars on their behalf and brings them total victory. Paul and Silas also understood that principles. That when they were incarcerated, when they were in jail, they knew that there was a point where their prayers have come to their wits, their end. They decided to just usher themselves into praises. And Bible says that as they praised God, the lion of the tribe of Judah inhabited that praises and gave them that victory, even in hands of Herod. Beloved of God, praises brings down the presence of God. Praises brings down the inhabitation of Jesus Christ. Praises brings down God into the temple. Not only in the physical temple, but also in our hearts. I want to encourage everyone. When you read one, Psalm 145, verse 3, David, who this psalm is ascribed to, Bible says that he talked about the greatness of God. And he said the greatness of God is unsearchable. Hallelujah. He is great. For everything that he has done, he could do against us. For everything that he could fault us with, because of his greatness, because of his grace, he decided not to do that, but love us. Hallelujah. And he continues to bless us. And he said that, let us continue to say these praises of the greatness of God to from, from one generation to the other. Why? David knows that the more you praise God, the more you exalt his name, the more you talk about his greatness, the more you invoke the lion of the tribe of Judah into your situation and see to it that that which you are calling on for him to do, the lion of the tribe of Judah will roar on our behalf. This morning, let your praise be meaningful. Hallelujah. This morning, don't just sing. As the musicians play and sing along with you, as the musicians lead you into the praises, as you listen, I want you to focus on the one who is behind all this power and the victory that is upcoming. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Psalm 137 said that don't hang your harps. 
by the rivers of Babylon where we sat down. There we, we sang as we remembered Zion. We wept as we remembered Zion. And the scripture says that your harps, just don't stop hanging your harps. This morning we are picking back our harps, amen. And we are singing and praising God. This morning as we do that, listen and understand that as Jacob gave Judah that promise, you also, your praise, carry the power and the presence of God. David said, for he is good and his mercies endureth forever. I want to end by reminding you that Bible says the Aaronic priests, they would enter daily into the tabernacle of Moses and later into Solomon's temple. And as they would enter into the tabernacle, says that I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. And when they get into the courts, they will praise God. And as they praise God into, into his gates with thanksgiving, as we walk in here, our hearts are filled with thanksgiving the whole week. We've concentrated on Psalm 145. As we walk in here through these gates, our hearts are filled with thanksgiving. As we enter into the courts, our hearts should explode with praise. And scripture said that after they praise God, then only the priest will go into the Holy of Holies and worship him. But for us, because Jesus died for us, that veil that separated the courts into the Holy of Holies were torn and separated that we can run into that holy place and worship God. No holds barred this morning. Praise God until you know that your bones have praised him. No holds barred this morning. Praise God uh, and cause so many things to happen in the realms of a spirit that you cannot see. Praise God. Uh, invoke the lion of a tribe of Judah to roar on your behalf. Uh, sing praises unto his name uh, by releasing the calves of your mouth. Uh, when these lyrics are going, uh, are going up into the heavens, the uh, Bible says that the lion of a tribe of Judah is ready to pounce on any enemy. You will literally hold the neck of your enemies uh, in defeat because you are praising God. There is victory in praises. Hallelujah. I didn't hear amen. There is victory in praises. I said there is victory in praises. Uh, see, this morning, I want the testimony to be said that on our first praise day, Bible says we, we, we praise God uh, and healings occurred in the midst of his people. This morning, I want somebody to have a mighty breakthrough this week uh, after this service because the lion of a tribe of Judah went ahead of you uh, and prepped the place for you. This morning, I don't want it to be an ordinary service. I want it to be a service that carries the praise of God uh, that he will go ahead of you and do the mighty things on your behalf. The lion of a tribe of Judah. When you lift up his voice, when you lift up your voice, he is doing something in the realms of the spirit for you. I said, when you lift up your voice, he is doing something in the realms of the spirit for you. There are some in this house uh, who still don't grasp this revelation. But for those who grasp this revelation, uh, during the time of praises, uh, you will not sit still on the pews. Uh, you will jump around, uh, you will stand up, uh, you will sing unto the Lord, uh, you will evoke the calves uh, into the realms of the spirit, uh, and God will grab them uh, and war on your behalf.
Who is ready to praise God? 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 Jesus is right here waiting for that praises to go up. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Amen.